Today is June 20th, 2022, and it's our 23rd wedding anniversary. To celebrate with you, we're talking about 12 things we've learned about having a happy marriage. Here's part one in this episode number 67 of our Love Made Easy podcast. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love, and in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. Okay, Otto, you going to start us off? Yeah, go let's right talk ahead. about, you know, people have asked us over the years you know we've been coaching teaching writing about relationships and this is one of the questions that has come up is what are the secrets i mean how how do you have a happy marriage because there's a lot of people that get together in relationship and maybe they're married maybe they're not married maybe they're in a long-term committed relationship but there's a big disparity between what they have and what somebody might consider to be happy. And so this is a big question that people have is, how do you have a happy marriage? How do you have a happy relationship? And that leads us into number one, which you can talk a little bit more about. Well, when we were deciding to do this topic, you know, we, we put together uh, 12 tips 12, 12, actually there are 12 things we've learned, they're not tips, but 12 things we've learned. And top of the list is you got to find out what a happy marriage looks like to you and your partner. Wow. I mean, it really is wow. Mm -hmm. Because most people do not stop and take the time to question themselves and ask themselves okay if if i want to be in a happy relationship or a happy marriage what does that look like i mean really to stop mm -hmm. right there and and ask yourself what does that look like and then here's here's the fun part then you get to ask your partner mm -hmm. You know, the person that you're with, what is a happy marriage or what does a happy relationship look like to you? Then you get to compare notes. Hmm. And here's here's the other interesting thing about this thing that we've learned, this this idea is in addition to the fact that most people don't do this, is this can change over time. This can change from moment to moment. It can change from week to week, year to year, decade to decade. Because there are things that may not make for a happy relationship or a happy marriage in year one that 
might be totally different in year 25 or 55. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. And I I really think that uh, this is something that couples can do. I mean, you know, you come together, you have this spark that you feel a lot of times, sometimes not, you know, they're... Uh, you enter into relationships for practical reasons or for whatever. But this gets thrown under the rug. This does not get talked about. And what we're suggesting is that, yeah, talk about it. What's what's a happy marriage look like to you or happy relationship? Now, you don't do this if you're, you know, like a blind date and you do <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I can imagine you. Yeah. You're, you're you're there on a you blind date. You, you, you got, got your, your pad and your pen and your or, or your phone out. Yeah, and you're making you're, notes. You're, you're going to make you're, notes, or you're secretly recording the conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not good. You know, I want to ask you about something that you said, which is that some people get together for practical reasons. Can you mm-hmm. say more about that? What does that look like? Well, it could look like, uh, you know, I know of one man who wanted a wife a uh, second time around because for his kids. He wanted a mother for his kids, and that was very practical, and, and she was all on board for being a mother to those kids. So that worked for them for a while, and then it didn't, but... <laughs> It's, you know, and people marry for or, or are in a relationship for money a lot, a lot of times, you know, for, for um, because they, they don't feel like they can support themselves, so they get together. Um, so there are all kinds of reasons that people get together. But what we're saying is be really clear about <laughs> what does... What does a happy marriage or a happy relationship look like to you? The reason I ask you about that is because I I don't think that that idea was a part of my thinking at all when I got with you. I I wasn't thinking, okay, here's this woman. Her name is Susie, and (laughs) I'm going to get together with her for very practical reasons. No, practical. There was nothing nothing practical about it. And so it was pure and simple. It was about love, and it was about connection, and it was about a feeling that I'd never experienced before in my entire life. I was hoping that would never go away. And in, you know, this is year 23 of being married, that connection, that feeling is just as strong, just as powerful as it was then. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with wanting to get married or to be in a relationship with someone for whatever your reasons are. But my reasons are, it's about love, it's about connection, it's about truly having a partner that you can really be with and connect with on multiple, multiple levels. Yes. And everybody has to find out for themselves what what it is in that moment. And, so, and, and that's why we're suggesting that take the time to find out yeah. what makes a happy marriage, you know, what it looks like mm-hmm. to you, what it looks like to that other person. Right. So number two is get clear on your commitments and do they match your partners. And talk about 
change, yes, commitments change. Uh, you can be, you know, have have kids, and and that's that's a big commitment in your relationship. You can uh, be in charge of your parents' health. Uh, you can there there could be commitments at work, and so you get clear about what these commitments are in that in that moment in that you know space that you're in and you let your partner know um i i think that so much of the time if your partner just knew that work is going to be very heavy now uh i'm it's going to demand a lot of my time in the next few weeks but after that you know we we can uh, take a vacation or we can do some something you know it's when you are really clear about the commitments then your partner isn't guessing what's going on here and just to to add something to what you're talking about really quickly is getting clear on commitments and make sure they match your partners what if you are somebody that's committed to uh, saving and being debt free, and your partner isn't. Uh, that's a good way. That's a good thing to to kind of have up front. Yeah. When you start getting serious, and and to recognize and not sweep it under the rug. Yeah, you you've got to see. Mm-hmm. You know what is it that you're committed to, and what is it that the, that they're committed to? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's huge. Eating healthy, not eating healthy. Um, exercise, not exercising. What is it that you're committed to? And be honest about it. Yeah, and it kind of makes me want to jump a couple of uh, 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 a couple of places in our list here to bring up something that's really right along this same line. Oh, go ahead and jump. Which is, which is your job as a partner. Is not to change them. Oh, yeah. But your job as a partner is to love him or her. Mm. Now, some people are going to say, but wait, they need to be changed. Or (laughs) my life would be so much better if they would only change. Yes, maybe so, maybe not. But did you get together in your relationship and decide, okay, our ver- our version of having a happy marriage is whenever I think you need to change, I'm going to let you know about it and you're going to do it. <laughs> well, I think a really important turning point in our relationship, which it's always been really good, but is when we looked at the other person, not trying to change them, but saying, oh, what maybe can I learn from you? Yeah. And I think this was a, a big turning point. Instead of uh, making you wrong, that you were, you know, doing something or not something or whatever, you know, and, and trying to change you. Because trying to change people does not work. Well, there's a reason that it doesn't work. Yeah. Because they, people don't want to be changed. They don't want to be changed. Now, Contrary to what we might think. That doesn't mean that people can 
cannot change on their own because they do. Yeah, and people people change when they see that their life is going to be better when they change. Ah, yeah. Yeah. That's the only time that people ever change mm-hmm. is when they see that their life is going to be better because of something they're doing they they mm-hmm. could do differently or they show yeah. up in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that brings me to how important it is to stay in the present moment. I mean, staying in the present moment is so huge because when conflict comes up, where's the first place that so many people want to go is they want to go back to something that happened two days ago, Mm. two weeks ago, 20 years ago, and bring that Mm -hmm. into the argument that is maybe a conflict about something else that's going on that has nothing to do with what happened two days, two weeks, or 20 years ago. And then they wonder why their partner shuts down on them. Right. And, you know, when when you have uh, gone out of the present moment and you react, which is what we do, we react, we, we you can't talk to me that way, or whatever, you yeah. know. And if that does happen, and it does, because all that is is a habit. And what you can do is just bring yourself back into the present moment. And what I've done in the past, as far as you're concerned, is I really love him. I love who he is. Mm. So so let me just come into the present moment and not bring up anything from the past uh, which we're pretty good at. We 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 don't bring up things from the past about each other. But a lot so of people much. do. But a lot of people do, and it's all that is is a habit of living from the past and not being totally present in what's going on right now in front of you. So couple of other things that we want to talk about in this episode that are so huge is just like that we were talking about the things that maybe Mm -hmm. you haven't gotten over you haven't forgotten from two days or two weeks or 20 years ago i think it's huge you do too susie Mm -hmm. to have a short memory and make sure that you forgive something that instead of holding on to it maybe it's a better idea to have a short memory and simply forgive and forget right and and that doesn't mean that if, if the person's constantly doing the same thing over and over that that you don't take action in a certain way um but these are the the little things that that just oh get on your nerves or whatever and you know, I found that, oh, when I, when I do feel that with you, it's like, oh, what's going on with me? You know, I'm getting irritated, and, and I don't need to be irritated with Otto at all. Um, and that's why 
you know, having this, this short memory about what you said or did yesterday, if when you were in a bad mood, you know, or, or whatever, what, whatever caused this, yeah. that, you know, there's, there's um, love and forgiveness there. And sometimes you don't have to bring up anything about, well, you said this yesterday and it hurt my feelings. And, you know, you don't have to do that. Now, again, we're not saying that, that you roll over and just allow people to bulldoze over you and be mean to you or whatever. But um, I've just found that... that uh, Going that direction, being a victim, is not loving. Is not loving to yourself, and it's not loving to the other person. For part one of our twelve things we've learned about how to have a have a happy marriage, the the last one we want to talk about is. I think there's two parts to it. Listening with an open heart is so big, but the second piece to that is listening with an, with an open heart when it's hard, when it's difficult. Oh yeah, yeah. Be- and that's listening to you too. Yeah. You know, listening. What's really going on with me? What What is What am I feeling inside? And knowing that your feelings do come from your thoughts, but just slowing down enough to catch this when you listen to yourself and then you're not so reactive and you can listen to the other person and not be so reactive yeah one of the thing about listening is when you're listening truly listen you're not listening to fix. You're not mm-hmm. listening to change. You're not listening to so that you can gather ammunition to make mm-hmm. them wrong. You're not listening so that, uh, you know, you have some sort of, uh, you know, list of stuff that, you, you again, you're going to change about them. Listening with an open heart is just simply listening. And that's so huge. Hmm. From a neutral place. From a neutral place. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, we've talked about this in this episode, which is, you know, when you're listening, you're 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 not trying to change, you're not trying to fix, you're not trying to make them different. Listening is just simply listening. For a lot of people, Susie, that's huge. That's right, and it takes practice a lot of times, but you can do it in the moment. You can practice. So we've been talking about some of the things we've learned about having a happy marriage. This is part one. We intentionally wanted to, sip, uh, to, to split this into two episodes because we don't like these to go too long. Uh, you know, We want them to be 20 minutes or so where you can listen in the car or on the subway or the train or while you're working out or anything like that. So we've got some other ideas some other things that we've learned about having a happy marriage that's going to be in our next upcoming episode Mm -hmm. but we hope you've gotten a lot out of these and we are talking about 12 things we've learned about having a happy marriage this is episode 67 right Mm -hmm. we hope you'll tune in for 
the next one, episode 68, as well. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.